Hi guys, this is Coach Sal here with my latest short form podcast. I'm picking up the uh, string, my chain of thought or train of thought where I left off last week with the single leg squat variations. Uh, I had spoken about some skater squat variations where your stance leg is obviously a single leg on the ground with the other leg bent slightly behind you, right? Your knee is pointed towards the ground. And as you do that skater squat, your off leg moves back slightly as you lean forward to get into the position. Today, I want to talk about the pistol squat. The pistol squat, you're in the single leg stance, but your other leg now is straight in front of you off the ground, toe flexed. And as you go into that squat position, you keep that leg straight off the ground and it obviously has to move upward so it doesn't hit the ground as you're bending that other knee to get into the pistol position. As with the skater squat with the pistol, I recommend using uh, an implement for the person to hold, whether it's an unweighted stick or some kind of lightly weighted bar for someone who has a little bit more um, experience and can perform the movement. But today I want to talk about the eccentric phase, just like I talked about the eccentric phase of the skater squat. With the pistol squat, a lot of people have a difficult time performing it because there's, a, I believe there's a strong mental component. You're allowing yourself to have to sit down on something that really isn't there. I mean, basically that's what a pistol is. You're sitting back and there's nothing behind you. So I, for a while myself, I use, and I still use it occasionally, I'll use a bench, a chair, a plyometric box, uh, a, uh, a pile of mats, whatever height I need to get to allow a person to perform that single leg, that pistol squat move, uh, and be able to sit to something. The most important thing when they're performing that pistol uh, to uh, with a restricted range, uh, eccentrically, is make sure you cue that person not to flop down uh, the last couple of inches of the range. Well, it almost seems, regardless of how high or low that box is, people have a very difficult time not just collapsing or flopping, as I call it, those last few inches of the range. So what that does is it kind of defeats the purpose of doing the eccentric. You're trying to control that entire range. So for older folks, recreational athletes, um, younger kids who aren't exhibiting much uh, evidence of control in their movements, I will still use that uh, restricted range where they'll sit to something. But I'm just, I, I really am very particular. Don't flop at the end and also I again use that unweighted implement to help them with their balance they reach with that and they focus on that rather than what their foot on the floor is doing however what I've started to do with clients who at least I've gotten some success with the negative to a to an object or to my more athletic younger clients I've removed that box altogether I've removed that range and really what I found is that even in the relatively untrained person but has who's exhibited control if you remove that chair or that box or that bench or whatever it may be they actually do a better job of controlling that eccentric phase because they know now there's nothing there to catch them so it forces them and it forces them to and their body to actually bend so what i will do is i'll put a couple of mats on the ground stand behind them give them the implement cue them sit back don't let your heel come off the ground. When you feel like you're in trouble with the balance, uh, with your balance, reach forward. And remarkably, 
people will have a much easier time, or I should say, they'll get lower into that pistol squat position when that box or that chair is removed. And, you know, once they do it a couple of times and they have a look on their face like, geez, you know what? I really can get lower than I thought I could. That almost is the key to unlocking that mental side of the movement. You know, there's mental sides to a lot of these more difficult and standard body weight movements such as push-ups and pull-ups. I have found that by removing that object from the pistol squat, it forces the person to move their body in the way they need to move it to get themselves on the ground. Now, certainly I'm not taking an inexperienced client, someone who's never done this before, but I'm taking the person who has had a, a decent amount of experience doing this restricted range pistol squat. All right, that's, uh, that's all I want to give you today. That's a lot of information. Uh, I want you to try that, and I want you to come back next uh, time, and I'll have another a variation for your pistol squat. Again, follow me on Twitter at, at Sal Marinello. Thanks a lot for listening, and have a great weekend.